hello, hello, hey, hello, 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 hey, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hey, hello, 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 hey, hello, hello. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Averlina, and welcome to Consciously Unfiltered with Averlina. Yes, I am your host, Averlina. Honestly, anytime anyone ever compliments me or like says they even listen to my podcast, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I be telling people to listen to it, but I don't actually think about them actually listening to it. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that's ever listened to an episode that has ever pressed play, hit pause, <laughs> turn the shit off, <laughs> because that means you gave it a chance. I want to thank Anyone who's ever reposted an episode, who's ever commented, who's ever liked a video, ugh, I appreciate you so much. And I promise when I make it to the top, I won't forget about the people that helped me get there, period. <laughs> so, announcements for today. Okay, okay. <laughs> what is this watermelon challenge? <laughs> I just get on Instagram and all of a sudden I see a Mario and Orion. Omarion's fine ass brother though, doing a watermelon challenge? Yeah. <laughs> I I have no words. <laughs> the only words that I really do have is like, God damn. Okay. Um <laughs> Megan the Stallion, yes, the Stallion joins Savage X Fenty. Honey, let me tell ya. The stallion. She be looking good. Oh my God. I just got this like flashback of this club when I used to intern for this radio station and we used to go to this club and there's this huge like poster or is it a poster? Yeah, it was a poster. There's this huge poster of Megan on this like bike. It was like a, um, what was it? Red? She was wearing something, but you know, legs long, like body on point. Like that picture, that poster was really nice. Like, I don't know why that just made me think of it, but you know, she joined the Savage X Fenty crew and woo, like Megan deserves it all. So as you may know, Ever since Drea made that dumbass comment about wanting to get shot, wanting someone to be so in love with her that they would shoot her, you already know the girls had to come for her, um, including her savage ex-Fenty ambassador opportunity. Drea no longer is part of the savage ex-Fenty, so yeah, Rihanna went, went and, and snatched the ambassadorship, the ambassador. Rihanna was like, listen, you're not an ambassador anymore. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Megan the Stallion because she deserves it all. Baby girl deserves it all. Hurry. Ted Cruz, need I say more? <laughs> Ted Cruz tweeted this, conquer our own negativity. And it just so conveniently happens to spell out cool, which we all know he is. One, two, nigga, who? is being negative about black people who who what black person you know is being negative towards black people i can't think of not one except for him <laughs> he's a cool he's a cool somebody get this man i don't want to spend too much time talking about it because i don't want to spend too much time talking about it you feel me like that is just not what i'm trying to do you feel me like that's not the move that's just not the move <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, you already know I had to put my, my Fenty on for this. My Fenty. 
that was my Fenty on for this. I got the Fenty Puma. Please don't mind my accent. I'm trying to do like a little like um, Jamaican accent kind of, but don't like, you know, don't take me seriously. I try. I had to put on my, you know, Fenty Puma outfit, you know, try to. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing. I had to put on the Fenty Puma collab because I had to get one one time for the gal, for the gal them. For the gals, for the gals and the guys. What do they call guys? Gals? Dudes? No, that's not right. <laughs> for the girls and guys, y'all, Fenty Skin is a thing now. Fenty Skin is official, baby. I don't know if y'all seen it, but, um, you know, they had ASAP Rocky up in that thing, you know, with his... <sighs> We're not even gonna get into ASAP Rocky, but <laughs> there was ASAP Rocky in the, um advertisement for the skincare collection we had Lil Nas X flexing on him like he always do like Lil Nas X oh my god honestly in my eyes he can do no wrong <laughs> like I love him on Twitter I love him in his music like I just I love that boy like he is everything he is a true he's like honestly the true definition of a, of a Gen Z Fenty had to you know do one for the girls and the guys one time um she came out with the skincare line and honey Rihanna said, I ain't playing with y'all. I ain't playing with y'all. I know y'all want the music, but honey, I ain't trying to give y'all no music. And honestly, the fact that I feel like the fact that we're in a pandemic now, like I feel like she's not going to give us music because she's not going to go on tour. No one's going to go on tour for another two years. So like crazy, crazy times we're living in. But Rihanna has come out with Fenty Skin and I am really excited about it. I don't know, should I do a review? Should I buy the product? Should I not buy the product? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I love my little Fenty makeup. Like, don't get it, don't get it twisted, honey. Don't get it twisted. I loved, um, I got the foundation, I got the um, primer. I ran out of foundation, still got the primer. <laughs> I have not re-upped since then, but I'm still here for it. You know, like Fenty's for the girls, for the guys, for everyone. Like when she put ASAP Rocky on that thing, I was like, oh girl, <laughs> honey, I'm sold. <laughs> then she put Lil Nas X and I was like, oh, honey, I'm double sold. <laughs> um, so yeah, congrats to Riri, the bad gal Riri. Congrats, cause girl, she making that money, honey. She trying to be the billionaire, honey. She trying to, honestly, honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I saw this tweet that was like, Drake passed Rihanna, as in Rihanna's here and Drake's up here. And I just thought, like, I don't know how anyone could even see it from that perspective. Because from what I see, my dude Drake, yeah, he might, you know, have the most, he might have 40 songs on the top Billboard 100 or whatever. But is he really making that money like Riri? Is he making the makeup money? Is he making the skincare money? Is he making the Savage X Fenty money? Is he making the, uh, what's the other one she got? The the Puma, she had Puma. Um, what's the other one? I feel like I'm missing one. Oh yeah, she has her own clothing line. <laughs> Is he making that kind of money? Speaking of clothing line with Drake's, honestly, I would like to see another OVO clothing line release because I just feel like I missed my opportunity like way back when, you feel me? Like in like 2015, 20, I don't know, was the last time OVO came out with like the, the sweatsuits, but bro, those things were nice. <laughs> you cannot tell me those OVO sweatsuits were nice, man. So anyway, going back to Rihanna, like <laughs> Drake could never, you know, like the, the amount of income she got coming in consistently is like, honey, 
flips hair. Could never. But that's all the announcements that I have for today for y'all. <laughs> all right, y'all. So for today's order of business, we got to talk about real friends. How many of us? Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. <laughs> so I got my girl Imani on the phone and we're going to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. Because you already know, she comes with the hottest of tea. And Kim and Kanye. Hey, Imani. Hey, Avery. So like I said before, you know, we're going to be talking about Megan Thee Stallion a little bit and Kim and Kanye. Let's start with Megan Thee Stallion. So you saw her her IG live, right? And all the things that she said, right? Right. So if you missed that, if you missed that, here's the clip right here. Just the worst experience of my life. <laughs> it was nothing for y'all to start going and making up fake stories about. I didn't put my hands on nobody. I didn't deserve to get shot and do shit. So what do you think happened between her and Tori that night? Like a lot of people think like they were in like a relationship and stuff, but uh -huh. I honestly do not like believe that. Like based off of what she's saying, she's saying like I didn't put my hands on him. I ain't arguing with nobody. I ain't do nothing. Basically you got other people who are saying that oh she was wild and whatnot and he shot her. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't believe none of that. I believe, truthfully, that, like, maybe Tori had, like, some type of a crush on her. Like, I honestly, like, I genuinely feel like he probably felt something towards her, like, on a deeper level than mm -hmm. she felt for him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe he tried to express himself or maybe she did something that he didn't like and he was taking stuff the wrong way. And I think she probably just, like, got miscommunicated. Like, I feel like it's either that or, like, two niggas was just drunk and shit, playing uh -huh. around, and he uh -huh. accidentally shot the bitch. Mm -hmm. But I... the only reason why that was kind of debunked is because she she literally clearly said that somebody did this shit on purpose. So, it can't be an accident if something she said. Oh, did she did say that. She did say that. She was like, she, she. Because that's what I was thinking at first, too. You think Tori had a crush on her and was feeling a, a, some type of way, and then they started arguing somehow and he shot her on purpose truthfully yeah like i think people will be surprised what happens when you mix emotions and drinking and smoking and uh -huh. not, like all of that mixed mm -hmm. together like some shit bound to pop off me nobody thought somebody was gonna get shot in the foot but yeah yeah so thinking what you think about the whole situation how do you feel about tori if he did actually shoot her on purpose how you feel about him now if you want me to be real, I never felt no way about Tori. <laughs> no way was ever checking for him. Like, 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 if you really like, if you want me to be factual, I would never check in for Tori. Lazy right, right, place. right. I, I like some of his songs. Yeah, they nice. Right. <laughs> but like, as a person, like, you already know me genuinely as like a person. Like, I don't really pay much attention to like the artists as they are like people. Like, mm -hmm. if we're gonna pay attention to them as artists, then you know. I'm going to pay attention to their music and You stuff. separate the person like, from the music. Yeah, okay. I completely separate the person from the music. Even mm -hmm. if you want to get deep with, you know, even the whole R. Kelly thing. Like, mm -hmm. fuck R. Kelly, pedo he a pedophile, all mm -hmm. that stuff. Like, you know, on that note, him, who he actually is, I forgot his real name, fuck him. Yeah. Robert Kelly? <laughs> like, fuck Robert, but R. Kelly? Now that nigga the same. Like, I ain't going to cap. Like, oh, that nigga weak. has a family. Can't nobody take that shit away from him. That's but true. Robert, fuck Robert. Okay, so now I want to get into Kim and Kanye shit because it's just 
a lot going on with them right now. Um, Kanye wants to run for president. He went to South Carolina and talked, said all these crazy things, said things about abortion, said things that were really personal to him and Kim. Next thing you know, we hear that Kim and Meek might have had a thing and that Kim and Kanye maybe wanted a divorce. And so now we see them in the car. What state were they in? Like Wyoming or some shit? They were in a car and Kim was crying. So do you think they're going to get a divorce? Anybody who comments says no, that that lady will never leave that bitch. Really? Bro, she five kids deep. She show is. Five kids deep with this nigga. But I'm sorry. They've come to a point to where, like, I don't know. I feel like she, not that she's done with him, but I'm saying that she's had all the kids that she could have with him. One and two. Like, I feel like Kanye's so far gone, or maybe he wants to get help and doesn't realize that the Kardashians are the problem that they can't come back from this. I feel like they're actually kind of done. Like, I don't know. If anything, if anything, I would just say like, I don't, they've just come to the conclusion that they can't control him. Yeah. Yeah. You think about it. The Kardashians, Chris Jenner controls everything in their life. Like period. Everything that happens in a Kardashian's life is planned. Like, I don't care. Nobody, these bitches are on a schedule. Okay. She keep all these hoes on a schedule. Yeah. They do what they got to do every single day. They, Social media, they do this and yeah, that's this, Kim. This and that. I mean, that's Chris. They promote this. They start mess when they got to do this. Like they, they, they're real technical people. Like that's common sense. Anybody yes. know that? Like mm-hmm. just from how they move. So I just think Kanye is just a curveball for them. Like very she, true. Like, honestly, they, she like Kim honestly said it. They don't know what to do. They don't mm-hmm. know what to do with him. They don't know how to react. They never had to had to deal with a motherfucker they can't deal with. You think Kim and Kanye were ever really in love? Like. Yeah, of course. Like honestly, that whole that whole crazy shit that people be on. Like, let's be real here. Kim, them, we all know Kim got her fair share, got her, her got her own little record, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we all know Kanye crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So genuinely, they had to like each other some type of way to right. be together. Like, right. ain't no like no no cap. Y'all can say what y'all want about the Kardashians, say what you want about Kim or whatever. But I just genuinely believe any like person, like no matter your color, whatever, but. Any person would not deal with all of that from a person just because, like, it's not like she need money. From exactly, not, like not for money, clout. not for fame, not for right. none she's of a that. Kardashian. Right, she's walk, she's walk around money, and right, like, right. So she don't, she don't like need none of that. So genuinely, yeah, especially to have five kids with a motherfucker. Right, right. So we all know. Um, speaking of Kanye being, you know, a little out there, him being a curveball, he has. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this man personally. We don't we don't know this man personally. But from what we've heard and seen from him, he has few real friends. You know, um, he he has Dave Chappelle. Um, honestly, that's the only one friend that I can think of right now that he has. He used to have Jay-Z and he also used to be close with Kobe. So how do you think these past and or present friendships with Kanye has affected him and his personal life and his mental health. <laughs> like people say it all the time, but it's, it's, it's really factual. Kanye ain't been the same since his mom passed. Like, yeah. That's just real shit. Like, that's facts. He turned period. into a whole nother motherfucker when his mom passed. Like, you could tell like that, that was his rock. Like that was his, that, that's what kept him grounded. Mm-hmm. And when he lost that, like shit been going crazy ever since. Mm-hmm. If you want to really like be real. 
it's just a, it's just a matter of what people choose to look at and what they choose to ignore. Now he got all y'all attention. Now that he's going, now that he at like now that he at the worst that he can be. Now everybody want to pay attention, but when nobody paying attention, like three years ago when my man was doing shit like going on stage and won the award and shit. Like to be honest, that yeah. was an alarm. <laughs> like, right, that right. Ain't no normal shit. Like, right. What the fuck? But y'all took it as oh, this is just funny. Fuck Taylor Swift. Like. <laughs> no, that that was a sign. Like the nigga been so much time, and motherfuckers just been oh let this shit go. He'll be alright. Let shit go. He'll be alright. Let shit go. He he's Kanye. He'll be alright. That's why people. That's why people have that saying. Check on check on people that you consider the strongest people in your life because mm-hmm. those are usually people that are going through the most shit. Not the motherfuckers that's calling you all the time, complaining you, telling you shit all the time. They good. It's the motherfucker that don't never call you, that don't never tell you what's up. They always got a smile on their face don't seem like nothing wrong with them no is that much that's the person that you should be checking on and as far as like kanye and jay-z's relationship like i just felt like kanye took business personally mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. gotta think about it jay-z and kanye weren't just friends they were also business partners mm-hmm. so i think it came like it came to a certain point where like kanye started putting business and their personal life together and you can't do that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he started like so he started taking jay-z was doing he was like he started taking jay-z's business decisions as a fuck kanye but it's not it wasn't fuck kanye it was a business decision right doing what's best for jay-z like, yeah what was it i, I want to say that it was about dropping like Beyonce's album and his album at the same time but Jay-Z and Jay-Z was basically telling Kanye you know like no it's not a good thing to drop your album at the same time as Beyonce's album because you know even though both of y'all have you know your own strong fans and y'all community of people Mm -hmm. and instead of you know one person they're all on the same you know record label so instead of one person you know getting all of that and you know making everybody you know all good and then dropping another one and doing that again Kanye was like no you should just drop both of them at the same time but dropping both of them at the same time business wise wouldn't make sense because right. you splitting you splitting y'all capital down the middle now right right half of these people gonna go buy Kanye shit half of the people gonna go buy Beyonce shit instead right. of everybody buying Beyonce stuff and then everybody buying Kanye stuff right right that's how Jay-Z was thinking about it but Kanye was thinking about it as no like he just trying to stunt my growth he trying to you he know, always do he, shit for his wife but that that wasn't the case and it's sad because technically because of Kanye's mental health he can't he can't help how he reacts to certain things mm-hmm. or how he takes mm-hmm. certain things. Like, he's going to automatically take things personal mm-hmm. into the utmost level rather than sitting and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you got, like, something like bipolar, like that that extra judgment, that judgment that you yeah. got in your mind, that's very rational. Like you, don't, you don't got that little person in your little conscience. That consciousness, that ain't there. You ain't got that little person telling you, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe I should do this. Like, all that shit's clipped. It's whatever mm-hmm. you say, whatever you feel, it just, it just comes the fuck out, period. Mm-hmm. However it come out, however it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Even if it make no sense. So we, we talked about Megan. We talked about Kanye. And basically how it honestly all comes down to real friends. Megan went on IG Live and freaking talked about her circle and who she needs to, you know, who who she needs to be in her circle, who she don't need to be in her circle and um Kanye yeah (laughs) he's a whole he's a whole situation in itself like he don't have to me he don't have no he don't have a lot of real friends right so how important do you think real friends or friendships are when you're in this industry I think having genuine um friendships are actually some of the most important things to have like 
in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people, like, you know, talk about rubbing shoulders and being cool with everybody, but at the end of the day, like, we just doing some real shit. Like, you, you can't be cool with everybody. You can't rub shoulders with mm-hmm. everybody. Like, you're going to have to have at least, like, two or three people, like, in your corner, or maybe even if you just got one person, like, you need to have at least one solid person in your mm-hmm. corner that you know, I can go talk to them, I can go ask them mm-hmm. about anything, and they're going to be straight up with me, they're going to be 100, they're going to tell me what it is, because without having that person, it's fucked up to say, but you end up in situations like how, you know, Megan's in the situation now, like, she thought it was cool, like, you know, it's cool for her to be a happy girl, a fun girl, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool to, you be know, be friends with everybody, with everybody, but, mm-hmm reality show you real quick that you can't because even mm-hmm. I had, I mean I went that you right. go through that like in life like I went through that in college I had you know I first started my freshman year I had like what a whole posse of like nine group yeah. of friends yeah. and we was all like yeah we gonna be buddies forever mm-hmm. girl graduated I only talked to what four of them now right right <laughs> right like I can't even tell you about the other five can't tell you what they do on they like nothing like, <laughs> right <laughs> like that's it I agree. But it's like sometimes people got to learn the hard way. And for Kanye, it's even more sad because for him, it's mental health. Like, it's, this is something he truly cannot help. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he truly cannot help that he has this, this mental illness. Like, and it makes it even harder for him to see who's being real with him and who's being fake. Right, and right. because of the mental illness that he has, he'll take people that are being real to him as being fake. And he'll take the people that's being fake to him as being real. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's more so of he has what he wants, but it's not what he needs. Exactly. People that are trying, like, like some people are trying to say, you know, Kim and them, oh, like, what was one of the tweets he made about the doctor and they were trying to, um, he was like, they're trying to lock me up or whatnot. Yeah. No, see, in Kanye's head, yeah, that's what it seemed like to him. But respectfully. They're trying to get that man some help. They were trying to. <laughs> help him like no like they were just trying to get right right somebody trying to get somebody to see him right but you see how he how he perceived that right versus like the people didn't even mention the fact that dame dash went up there because what everybody knows dame dash is a fucking opportunist Mm -hmm. like the fuck everybody know why dame dash was up there notice that people say oh his friend dave Chappelle came and saw him nobody mentioned dame right 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 because everybody know that he's a fucking opportunist he's not there to help that nigga he there to try to to try to make some break capitalize off of him exactly Exactly. Hmm. I agree. If you don't have real friends, by the time you're, I mean, honestly, by the time you step foot in the industry, like that's when you should have your real friends. But especially for Kanye, how he's been, he's been in the game for like a good 20 years, like, or, or 15, good 15 years since like 05. Technically, like as a producer, it's been about 20 years, but like as his own artist, it's been about 15 and he's been through so much and you would think that by now he would at least have like somebody real real solid in his corner and maybe we just don't know who that is he could have a a solid one two people you know um Dave Chappelle could be one of the one of the solid ones like I don't I don't you know we don't know his real real true friends but I'm just saying the way that Kanye is put out into the world it makes it seem like there's almost no one in his corner you know yeah I understand I definitely do I honestly definitely do believe that people still care for Kanye like I believe Jay-Z still care for Kanye of course yeah like like I definitely believe like people still care for Kanye but he's at a distance so like you know, you know how people say it, like when you're a minor, it's easier to deal with a minor uh-huh. that has mental illness because you 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 have your control of them. Yeah, you, you can yeah, actually you control, have them. control over yeah. them. It's yeah. hard dealing with a grown ass man, and you're not dealing with any grown ass man. You dealing with a grown ass man like he's somebody. You're not just dealing with anybody. Right. So my man's ego 
his pride right. and right. from that of just your average regular dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's Kanye. Like, that's who he is. You got to think about it. Like, so people, like, you got a whole bunch of people coming at you and telling you, like, people that you love telling you that something's wrong with you. How? Think about how he's taking it. That's all, like, to, like typically, that's probably how, how he's taking it. Like, he's just taking it as all these people that say they love me, that say they care about me, people that I love and care about are telling me there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. and telling me that I need to, that I need to go, you know, go to the doctor, need to do this. Like, like he's taking it all as a tax, and mm-hmm. it's not. So, like, I truly do believe that he, he got a few people in his corner. It's just that I think it comes to a point where, where people say, like, do I continue you know, to try, like, lead myself down a path to try to help this person, or mm-hmm. do or do, do I just say, hey, I'm gonna love this person from a distance, you know, I'm gonna pray for him, I'm gonna love him from a distance, you know, and if shit, you know, gets stupid bad, then, you know, I, I, I'll be right back there. But as of right now, we gotta separate, and I truly believe that's right. what Jay-Z That's exactly like, what Jay-Z did. I don't believe did. any love for Kanye, anything, I mm-hmm. think it got to the point where he just truly was like, I, I can't keep, like, going down this path to mm-hmm. try to help you out, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, then. But, um, yeah, girl, thanks for talking with me on the podcast, you know? Anytime, anytime. <laughs> All right, girl, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Real friends, how many of us? So I'm going to leave you guys with one thing, as I always do, you already know. Um, this one thing is going to be about real friends. We talked about Megan. We talked about Kanye, but we didn't talk about me. No, I'm just playing. We didn't talk on a broader scale, on a more personal, relatable scale of us, you know, just being college students, being millennials, being young in this world. You know, sometimes it feels like you could not have real friends and that you may never find real friends or you could be on the total opposite spectrum of that and think that you have all the real friends that you need and that you don't need any more friends. And I just want to tell y'all, be open, appreciate the friends that you have, but also you need to be able to recognize, especially I feel like once you once you get to around 25, you should be able to recognize when someone is being real and truthful with you and when someone wants to actually hang out with you. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Here's a little Medea clip that I think applies to this episode and to the theme of this episode. If somebody want to walk out of your life, let them go. Especially if you know you done done everything you can do, you done sat around and been the best man or the best woman you could be and they still want to go, let them go. Whatever they running after, they'll see what they had in a minute, but by then it's going to be too late. Let folks go, son. Some people come in your life for a lifetime, some come for a season. You got to know which is which. And you're going to always mess up when you mix them uh, seasonal people up with lifetime expectations. Best said by Medea herself. You feel me? Like, real friends. How many of us? I really just want to make a dramatic exit, you guys. Like, is that too hard to ask? Well, that has been another episode of Consciously Unfiltered with your girl. And um, I hope you guys liked it. If so, make sure you leave a big ass thumbs up. And comment, you know, 
repost, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Make sure you follow me on les social media, <laughs> Instagram. And um, yeah, I will see you next week. <laughs>